welcome to uh, episode eight, uh, looking into the mirror, part two. Uh, how y'all doing there, Paul and Mitchell? What's going on, Rafiki? Doing all right. What's going on with you? Uh, nothing much. Uh, I do want to start this podcast off by saying that there, you don't have to really look into the mirror to be looking into the mirror. There are several different ways that we can look into the mirror. And one of those ways is when someone else is giving you uh, construction criticism. And a lot of people don't know how to take construction criticism. And a lot of people don't know how to give it. And with that being said, how how would you all give construction criticism? Uh, I mean... <laughs> For me, I just, I just give, I just give it to the person how it is. You know me, I'm, I'm blunt. I don't know how to sugarcoat. So, whatever I see that that there, wherever their issue is at, I'm gonna address that issue. Do you do it in a hateful manner, or do you do it in a in in, in, in the best way you know how to? Without because some my people mom. come off being hateful with. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but but my intentions are never with is never with malice. It's always trying to help the person find a solution, find a way to get out of their jam. Um, it, it's it's never with ill intent. Now, if they take it that way, you know, my bad. But you know, if they don't say anything, how would I know that they took it the wrong way? Paul, I try to give people hints. And if they don't take the hints, I just have to rip the band-aid up and say how they take it from there. It's on them. Interesting. I wanted to say with me, myself, and I think that's the reason why I brought this topic up is, you know, as far as construction criticism, is because I'm one that really can't take it. But I have but over the years I've have learned how to take take it. Because I used I used to think that people was personally attacking me when they was giving me the the construction criticism because I felt like they was trying to find fault. All the time trying to find fault within that. And I think that's where a lot of people get it confused. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking about myself. You know, beginning of the last podcast, Paul gave me some good feedback on how I should handle certain things, and I didn't take it you know, so personal. I actually handled it well. And, you know, a lot of people just don't know how to t- take it. I have a question for you. What's did that? you did you play team sports? Honestly, I was I was never allowed to. Even when I did, I still just couldn't take it. I always felt like that. How, how about you, mental? How about you? No, not for school or anything. Not outside. Well, know, I, not yeah. outside. Like you know, playing playing around the neighborhood. I did. All right. Well, you never have. You never played organized ball where you had a coach. No. No. Well, I played. I played organized ball all my life. So, the, what do you think coaches do all the the whole time? Yelling and fussing. Telling you. <laughs> but, what the, telling you what you did wrong. Right. Right. You know, they, they give you a pat on the back at the end of the game, but during the game, they ain't doing nothing but telling you everything you did wrong. So they ain't doing nothing. What are you doing? What do you think? They criticizing you 
because they want you to feel bad or are they telling you shit because they want to win the game? Yeah, yeah, they want you to win the game. I think I think people take constructive criticism the wrong way because you know nobody wants to hear what they've done wrong. You know, even if it's petty, you know, nobody wants to hear, hey, you did this wrong. You know, you know, our our idea always has to be the best idea in some cases. And in other cases, that's not the case. Do you think that would fall under the category as far as someone not really knowing how to give instruction criticism? Because I feel there's a correct way and a wrong way to actually give it. If you're giving them if you're giving them and telling them at the same time where to fix the problem, I feel that's the best way to try to deliver it. But now if you're just sitting there nagging, 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 you're not gonna get nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what is what is nagging to one is diff, is uh constructive criticism to the next. True. I guess it's all a given and receiving, I guess. Uh, or perspective, you know. True, you know that's just one that I, you know, that I have thought about. But you know, people that are spiritual, you know, ones that do uh, card readings. Believe it or not, they're actually showing you areas that you do need to improve in. But that being said, when a reader is reading you seeing what what's laid out in front of them or even giving them a code ring. It, it it's a form of allowing you to look into that mirror and a lot of people don't like looking into that mirror at all like like we spoke the last time you know even with Paul doing his astrology same thing he's given a different perspective on how you can actually look into the mirror without looking into the mirror. Yeah, well, I'll just say this for the ones who step up and ask for a read and don't like it, why'd you, ask, why'd you step up and ask? Probably wasn't ready for what they heard. You know, what you thought you was going to say, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? And we're going to just say, you are? Yeah, yeah. What if, what if you say mirror, mirror on the wall, Who's the fairest of them all? And you got some boogers or something hanging out your nose. Should the mirror say, hey, you got some boogers? Or you want them to say, hey, you still the fairest? Well, the mirror, I mean, that mirror's supposed to tell you what the fuck you see, right? <laughs> hey, bro, you got some boogers hanging out your nose. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I mean, in my opinion, that's how it should go. Both of y'all brought up some good points right there. Is that somebody... So, what do you say for somebody who's read, uh, going reader, reader to reader, just looking for uh, validation for something they want to hear? I would call that actually uh, psychic shopping. To be honest, I've always called it that. You know, because in a way, when you when you give somebody a reading, they should not have to come back to you unless they have totally worked on the issue that was brought up. Because if you get the same message from 10 different readers. That's because you're not, you are not working on yourself. You're not heeding to what the mirror is telling you. You're not looking into that mirror. You're not looking into yourself 
to see why you keep getting the same answer over and over again. Don't be coming to a reader and find that one reader that's going to uh, coddle you. It's not what it's about. It's it, it's about when the reader is giving you the read, it's about trying to help you, showing you where you may need to improve in, what area to improve in. But again, it's not up to the reader to do the work. It's up to the individual that's receiving the, the read to do the work. And a lot of people don't like doing that work. But I'm here to tell you, it's time that people quit psychic shopping, getting 10, 30, 50 uh, 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 reads in a day's time, maybe, or even in a month's time, get over a thousand reads. But yet you haven't worked on the first one. You got to have time to re reflect on what was actually being said. And I also will say this right here. If the reader is giving you a read and at that particular time, it's not hitting you. Take that time, at least two months at least, and actually think and ponder because that's when you're starting to start to look at, into that mirror and seeing what's actually going on. Hey, maybe a week later it'll dawn on you. Hey, what that reader was telling me was true because this here such such happened and now I'm seeing it because why? They actually look, took time out to look into that mirror and let that read process. You know, I want to touch on when you said people don't like to do the work. People, people don't, I feel like people don't want to do the work because, you know, they, they're looking for that quick fix. They want something, you know, I call it the microwave society, you know, quick and quick and fast, quick and easy. You know, they don't want to take that work because like you said, you know, it could take several months, sometimes whatever you need to work on and heal from can take years. You might be working on something until the last day of your breath in the body, you know? And so that's what people, I think they need to get comfortable with not so much looking as, looking at it like how long it's going to take. Just, just, just cruise along in your journey. You know, it's not about the destination. It's about your journey. That's where you get all of your experience from inside the journey. So for, for those that don't want to work on themselves, y'all will one day. It's about looking, looking in that mirror. Another one that I struggle with is actually writing my feelings out. Believe it or not, when you write about your feelings in a notebook, you are reflecting and you're taking time and you're writing things down and writing it writing out you know that's another form of looking into the mirror without looking into the mirror I have a question for you what's that would you suggest for somebody who doesn't get tarot reads and astrology uh, readings how would how would uh, they get just that question but, how, what, okay. would be their, what would be their form of looking in the mirror the, the, the nine people who are not getting readings? Uh, well, like I was just talking, the one that I struggle with the most, writing writing things down. Write, writing things out, making a list on what you need to improve. Uh, basically, uh, what's the actual word for it? Uh, vision board. 
Make you a vision board. Put things down on areas that you want to work on in your life. What areas you you feel you need to improve in? What areas you need to to uh, do better? You know, things like that. Write it down. Write it out. Plan it out. I have a question for you. When I was learning astrology, I was doing it in Uber and Lyft while I was driving to Uber and Lyft. And I was giving people, you know, talking to people about their charts. And sometimes it wouldn't just be one person in the car. Sometimes it would be, it could be siblings getting the car together. It could be, you know, girlfriend and boyfriend or just homeboys, or, you know, girl, you know, friends. And, and while I was talking to them, let's just say I would get on like the life lesson and things that block them and, and things that that person would struggle with. And let's just say I'll talk to, start talking to them about their Saturn sign. And the person who was with the other person would would be would say a lot, man, I will tell you that I tell you that all the time. Man, this is amazing. I tell you that all the time. Now, at some point I started thinking, damn, how was this happening? How was this person's sibling, this person's friend telling them about their Saturn sign and they don't even know astrology. How do you think that worked out? Why Why do you think that was happening? Uh, because it was uh, allowing that person to actually, because one, you're a stranger to them and you're telling them certain areas where they no. need to work on. No, take me out. I'm I'm asking you, how did that friend know? How did that sibling know what that other person would... Uh, because they're around the individual all the time. That's why. And mm. there's and they're seeing what's actually going on. And with the with what you were saying, uh all that was was actually a validation. Hmm. So, so here's the question. Here's the question. Why didn't that why didn't that person, that friend, that sibling, listen to that person? Because they don't want to they don't want to believe. And I and I know what I say about the word believe. You know, it's a doubt word. But they are actually doubting in themselves that they can actually change. Because they are here's Here's another big word to say it a lot because they're programmed. They're programmed a certain way and they need to deprogram and they're not ready to deprogram yet. Well, you think other people can see that? See uh, what I could see in the chart. Why do you think somebody else close to them can see that? Why do I think that? Yeah, the same thing with Beaky. They, they spend a lot of time around this person. They see the way they act and react to certain situations and shit. You know, like, see how How come that person don't listen? They're in denial. Don't want to accept it. Don't want to be held accountable. Hmm. Don't want to change. Don't want to do the work. I got a question for both of y'all then. Do you think you... I came to the conclusion that the people are just too close to us to listen. That's that could be true. You don't want to accept it from your brother, your sister, your friend, 
who've been watching you all they too close to you why do we believe that person don't know what they talking about can't read that you've been around them all their life it could be some things going in there that, or maybe they just hate it maybe they don't want to have want to see me with xyz or, yeah. or like i said or mm-hmm. being naive you know well uh, and I'm just saying that, Rafiki, to you because you brought up, hey, other people can look at, show you your reflection. And and I've noticed that people close, we, we don't like to listen to the people that's close to us our, when they're telling us our reflection. Because a lot of the times, and I'm speaking for myself when I say this, people get to get into the head, well, you, you're just saying that because you're just nitpicking that you're not trying to help me. You're just trying to hurt me. And that's that programming that I was talking about. Because they're around us all the time. They see us. They see our patterns. And when they try to tell us our patterns or tell us our faults or show us, we don't we don't take it as the construction criticism. We take it as, oh, you're just nitpicking. A jab, yeah. You're just trying to jab at me. Or like if you're out in public and, or, oh, you're just trying to uh, uh, one-up me or you're trying to embarrass me. How dare you do that? That's some of the things I I used to say all the time. Why are you taking a jab at me? We're out here in public. Why are you doing this? Oh, you're just trying to make yourself look good. Here, let me start telling some of your things. So it turns into an argument because. So so let me ask you this, Rafiki. If 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 you out to dinner and you done dressing salad dressing down your beard, you don't want somebody to tell you? Oh yeah, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it well, like well, that, tell me. Well, if I go by what you just said, you you would take that as, man, why are you trying to embarrass me by telling me I got I got why you, you know. Telling me I got something it, on my beard. It depends on how you actually do it, though. I don't think it really would matter if, if somebody saying nice, Rafiki, you got something on your beard, versus somebody saying to her, Rafiki, you got something on your beard. The statement is, Rafiki, you got something on your beard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me let me throw this out right here so you understand where I, where I'm actually trying to come from. Yeah. When I say there's a correct way and a wrong way, you don't always got to raise your voice you could have politely say you know there are certain codes that you can do you know tap me on my wrist or whatever say you know point just don't okay (laughs) (laughs) in front of 30 people (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he wants he wants you to do sign language and gang signs Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, bro, don't say it. Just, just send me. Uh, get okay. Mental, mental. Get them things that they the, that the people with the flight school they went when they trying to bring a plane in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Other words, what I'm trying to say is don't draw that much attention to. Gotcha. If you draw attention to it, it's gonna lead and perceive that you're doing it in a ill-intentioned way. Well, 
Well, Rafiki, could I could I argue uh, that person is just being defensive? I was thinking sensitive. Hmm. Defensive, sensitive. I, I I think maybe defensive is a, a a better adjective to swallow than sensitive. I like sensitive better. I know, know? But, <laughs> but 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 mental sensitive is a triggering word. Let's fight words. I mean, someone can take defensive the same way as another one might take uh, sensitive. Okay, Rafiki, which word do you prefer? Sensitive or defensive? Well, let's just say this right here. You guys are, like, giving me a reflection of myself, and I'm the one that's hosting this and bringing up the topic. And everything that y'all are saying is 100% true. You, There are people that takes it, takes it sensitive, and there's people that take it the other way. So which one are you? Are you sensitive or defensive? I'm both. I'm both when it comes to things like that. Mm. That's the reason I'm saying. I'm actually trying to work out these areas. So this right here is actually helping me even as we speak. So, so Rafiq, um, I like to bring up when, when a person say, I've changed, I've changed, I've changed. If you haven't been in that situation since the last time you was in that situation and you handle it in a way that you didn't want to handle it, you will not work on that or you I don't think that a person can work on that without being in those situations to actually work on it. So so for a person that's being sensitive, they would have to take constructive criticism and they would have to 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 actually be conscious that in, in their self that hey this is not an attack. This person cares for me. This person is actually trying to help me. I should not, you know, get defended, get get on the defense or be sensitive. I don't really, I don't really think that much responsibility holds on the one presenting said issue. True. That's that's the person actually doing the work. I have a question yeah. for you, dear mentor. After what you just said, um, how do you about somebody should work? How can somebody work on not being so defensive or or sensitive? Um, keep in mind that if they're talking to somebody they actually trust, you know, because because when we're sensitive, it doesn't matter who we mean, we're going to take it sensitive. No matter you love this person. Nine billion times over, you know, we're going to take it. Um, when the, you're not in those situations, I think you should continue to go back. And, hey, when if whoever talks to me about whatever, I should keep in mind that it's for me to grow. It's for me. It's for growth. It's for to for for help. You know, um, not not take it that way. We have to be conscious and and be mindful of what it is we actually want to work on. You can't just say, I haven't worked on this. And the only time you think about it or want to work on it is when said event happens. You know, being reactive instead of proactive. Well, I know, you know, when, when we done the first, first part to this, part one, and before we even got onto it, 
Paul was giving me destruction criticism. And he even brought it up in into it. And he asked me, how did I handle it? Now, I can sh show you previous, so I can show you exactly how I actually worked on it. Previously, I, I wouldn't even listen to Paul. If Paul would have done it the way he done it. You know, he done it good, don't get me wrong. But prior to that, I would have took it personally. So me saying that I have that I'm truly working on it, even though it don't come up all the time, you can still yet work on it by sitting back and actually thinking about it. How can I better myself? What areas do I need to improve by receiving the, the construction criticism? If you sit there and, and communicate with yourself, you can actually work on something without the issue being there. So when it when you do face it the next time around, you yourself can see where you improved and where you haven't. I got I got an idea of how someone can work on not being so sensitive. Go sit go sit front row at a comedy comedy show. <laughs> oh. And well, rainbow colors. Yeah, yeah. And make sure you stand out. Yeah. Well, the then, New Year's. Because you know oh, that, you know, one of those comics are going, you're going to get one of those comics' attention and they're going to talk, talk about you. If you yeah. sit there, not take it serious, not, you know, hey. But if you sit there and you let that shit piss you off and you want to go up there and <laughs> Chris Rocking. <laughs> <laughs> you got some work to do. <laughs> My colored clothes out your king mouth. <laughs> you know. I mean Will Smith him. Yeah. 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 But hey, I had a lot of work. Number one, playing um sports coaches, they talk about tell you everything you're doing wrong uh so you gotta you know and then my mom she has a virgo moon so you know virgo energy gonna find everything wrong and then um i was into the music and all of that so i had to hear criticism about how this didn't sound good how that didn't sound good i had to sit there and listen to it and 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 grow from it and take and take what they say and incorporate it. See if it's valid. Hey, do they have a valid point? No, oh, okay, I need. I do need to work on this. In all actuality, Rafiki, all of that takes, you know what all that takes? Honesty. Mm, you say honesty? Honesty, yes. Because, yeah. because when that person does when that coach did say hey Paul you you slow going to the left I had to be honest with myself and ask myself Paul do these people keep beating you to the left yes or no and if the answer is yes I need to do something about it or keep getting get beat to the left so I think if you want to get better at whatever field self wouldn't you want somebody to tell you the areas 
that you slipping in and not take it that way. I mean, if and, and if you truly want to to grow or to get better at said skill or field or whatever, if you want to be further ahead than where you are now. I mean, I think I I think now I do because and the reason why I'm saying now I do is because be me here doing these podcasts with you two gentlemen. I have literally asked people to give me feedback, rather be good or bad. You want to grow. And the reason why is because I do want to grow. I want to expand from where I'm at. I don't want to be in that stuck area anymore. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think people hesitated to answer your question to him? And you still waiting for some answers for, for some people. Some people they ain't even answer your question, huh? No, they won't. So, so why? Why do you think they won't? Why do you think they won't answer this question, Mentor? Uh, two reasons. Um, well, probably more than two, but a couple that came top top of my head first was they probably did not know how he would react. Mm. And so, and if that's the case, that means they probably had something that they felt was negative. And another reason is uh, probably didn't know how to say it or don't know what to say or did not listen at all. Mm. So wait, sorry, brother, I, sorry. I gotta do it. I what mental said, I gotta <laughs> do it. But here's the one. If if now now that's the deeper question. What if they ain't tell what does it say if somebody's not telling you because they fearful or insert an adjective of your response? What does that say? What's that saying about that? You. I'm sorry, could you repeat that again? I said you said some the first one of the first things you said is they don't know how you react, will react. So let, I'm asking, let's dig deeper into that. Okay. If, if this person won't answer your question because they are don't know how you gonna react, does that say something about you? Does that say something about me? Yeah, the the yeah. It, it it could it could like I say I mean that that could be I mean that could say something about me. What what could that what could that say about you if somebody is looking you ask them a question and they like uh. I don't, I don't know if I want to answer. I don't know how this dude going to react. But one, they probably don't know me. And two, they... But take it off for of you. Take it off for of you. They probably have seen that person react in a way that they wouldn't want that energy geared towards them. That might keep their mouth closed. Um, so, 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 Rafiki, do, do, so here's the question. Do people think you too defensive or too sensitive to answer your questions? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know how to, I I myself don't know how to answer that about, about me because I don't think I could be wrong. I don't think I have put off bad energy for them to react of not telling me. Yeah, but we don't, we also don't, we are also at times unaware of the energy that we're giving off or the, you know, we may think we coming across one way, but actually coming across another. 
True that. True that. When clarification comes in, yeah, clarification comes, uh, a reassurance, hey, I mean, you got to be mindful of that, you know, and knowing that if you are capable of giving off these energies, hey, like like me, I see pretty much all the time, hey, I'm don't, I'm don't take this the wrong way. I don't mean it this way. I mean it this way. You know, I'm, you know, it's no ill intent, you know, because because I because I know how I can come off, especially when I get into the fuck your feelings and I get all hyped and you know, I mean, you know, get the going off. Oh shit, y'all, shut up. Don't say nothing. So, man, do you know what I heard when you what you just said? You no. Know? We our statements need to come with advisory stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Every five minutes when a new person comes in, drop your disclaimer. Yeah. You know what just now came came into my mind? Our last podcast. Skeptic. They're afraid to, to, to say the words to me that needs to be said about said thing, you know, about the podcast, because they are skeptical about how to ask the questions because they don't ask the questions. They don't want to act, you know, they don't want to tell me because one, they probably felt like I put them on the spot. Two, like you said, they're skeptical on how I'm going to react. Hey, you're talking about a lot of females, so they might be like, hey, I don't want to hurt his feelings. But here's the thing about it is, I want the truth. I want to improve. I want the hard facts about where I could work. So there it is in a nutshell. That's why you haven't got your answer because you can't handle it. Go reflect on that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Hey, that was... at me. <laughs> <laughs> it. Some people don't want to know the truth. Bro. <laughs> hey, the truth right. to somebody, to, to some of these people are, are pills this size and and that ain't going down easy like you said last uh, podcast Paul it's a acquired taste and leave them with that bitter taste in their in they mouth you know they have to go get some water or, or something sweet to wash that nasty shit off their tongue you know it, they can't handle it is a glass half empty is it half full perspective it depends on who's receiving it. I always look at it half full. That keeps me at peace. Not trying to control things out of my control. You know. So, I got a question to ask you. Okay, go ahead. The question I got, <laughs> would you rather hear the hard truth or would you want someone to sugarcoat? I'm not a sugarcoater. I wasn't a, my grandmother, she raised me pretty much. And she gave it to you blunt. What you see is what you get. That's how I give it. That's how I need to be able to receive, or at least capable of receiving it that way. Now, a person gave it to me, they give it to me. I'd rather you tell me what it is. You give it to me raw. Well, mental, and I give it to me. Now, just to play a little devil's advocate, I know people can't take what they dish out. Some people. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can. I can. 
You think you think he could take it, Rafiki? You think he up here pontificating? <laughs> I don't know. There's sometimes I feel like he's just just giving us the pinky jabs. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm one of those those few that that can take whatever I dish, and and because I know how energy works. Whatever you put out, you gonna get back. You you can handle whatever it is, to. and and I know that whatever I put out is gonna come back. So if I give negative. I'm going to get it back. I'm always prepared for the negative. No, I'm not looking for it. I'm always prepared for it. Always willing to take whatever anybody gives me. Now, I got a question for you, Rafiki. Would you say being able, oh, both of y'all, would you say being able to take criticism takes critical thinking skills? Of course. Yeah, because that would actually require you to actually sit back and look within yourself. And you can't do that with, with with soft gloves on. You have to be critical, especially if somebody tell you some, some shit that you don't want to hear. Like, damn, some shit that's hard to swallow that you got y'all queasy in the gut. You have to sit there and think about this. And when you think about this shit, if you're willing to grow, you're going to think about all of the shit that you took sideways. And then see, okay, I did this, yeah, okay. And actually get actually put yourself in the other person's shoes. Because they're around you, though you around yourself a lot longer than other people are, like you said, Paul, we we tend to look over or not see some of the things that we do. So it would have to take somebody else to point something out that might be in your blind spot. And in order to grow, you have to critically think about what this person said and really reflect on it in order to heal and move on. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's put this to the test. Hmm. Let's see if you could think back to something somebody told you that you didn't want to accept at the time. That now do you look back? They was right. I'm putting us all on the you want me to start? Since I yeah, brought it up, since I brought it up, you want me to start? Yeah. Want me to start, Rafiki? Want me to throw myself under the bus? Go ahead. Alright. Since I know she don't listen, my first baby mama told me that my mama does some manipulating things and she tries to manipulate me. And I told her she was tripping. But under further review and years down the line, she was right. And I'm big enough to admit it. Man enough or whatever, or insert whatever. To admit it. She was right. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to look in that mirror. Now, how y'all like them apples? I mean, I'd have to actually agree with you. I would actually have to agree with you because, you know. How you going to agree with me about my mama? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Hear me out first. Hear me out. I'm, I'm saying, damn, Rafiki, you been watching me since I was a kid? This whole time, Paul. He, he that knows he may been. No, 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 no. What I'm saying that I'm agreeing with you because mine is my family as well. My fa- I, Other people would tell me your family's manipulating you. They're using you. For a long time, I I wasn't really ex- re- accepting that. I would say they're they're foolish. You're talking out your ass. Oh, you don't know what's going on. But since I've been away from them for a while, and I've sat and thought about it, that's all they was doing to me was manipulating me and using. Me. Was it an ex that told you that? No, this would be friends. Hmm. Well, well, it, you 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 just said your friends. Why didn't you want to trust your friends? You calling your friends? Well, <laughs> ain't your friends supposed well, to look out for your best interest? He didn't accept what was being said. Hmm. Hey, I didn't. Hey, my baby mama. She was supposed to be looking out for my best interest. I didn't. I so she was even closer to me than your friends, Rafiki. <laughs> And That's I, what I'm saying. And I didn't listen. All right, Mental, you going to throw yourself under the bus? Yeah. Um, I used to always try to make somebody else problem. I used to try to insert me in their problems. You know, like, um, um, they was, hey, you know, my, my toenail broke. Oh, yeah, man, yesterday my toenail broke too, man. And, you know, take it off of them. And then, you know, now we're talking about my toenail instead of their toenail. You know, uh, a couple people had the first time somebody told me that, hey man, you know it ain't it ain't about you, man. You know, I just brushed it off. Hey man, I'm trying to help you. That's how I took it. You know, trying to relate. You know, um, first time I was told it, I brushed it off. Second time I was told it, I didn't brush it off immediately, but I brushed it off. Third time, this was like years later, like years in between. And that third time, you know, I was like, you know, I don't like baseball like that. So let me let me work on this shit. You know, three strikes baseball analogy, you know, you know that. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, you know, like, like let me, let me, let me check this shit, you know. So situation came up again. And I was thinking of as I was listening to them, which I really wasn't listening because I was trying to think of a similar event that I was in. So I stopped myself, hey bro, you doing that shit? I'm like, you're right. Let me stop doing that shit. And I actually heard what the person was saying and gave some good advice. Let them tell it. At that moment, did you notice a shift in your conversations? (sighs) As in, as in when you stopped doing that, could you, did you notice that your conversations flow differently between that and they were longer <laughs> people mm. actually stuck around to talk you know it's like soon as i y'all know me and once i get into it i'm long-winded and shit. so like you know took took the took the the spotlight off that person shined it on myself and just kept it you know and you know like all right you know all right all right you know next time i'm gonna at you so, so how do you think that other person was receiving was receiving that when you was doing that? 
How do you think that come up to the other person? He's not listening at all. He just wants he just wants to talk. He just wants to be a part of it so bad. He just wants to say something. That's how I feel like he just wants to have something to say. Hmm. You know what I heard you actually say there, Benjamin? Don't take me wrong. When you was trying to feel like you was trying to take it off the other person, you know what word popped in my head? Because the way you was telling the story, every time somebody else would have this wrong with them, you'd also start talking about yourself. The word that actually popped in my head was hypochondriac. Well, well, that's somebody that's uh, uh, always worried about medical shit, right? No. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, that's a hypochondriac. That's what a hypochondriac. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I because I always thought that was a person that if, if somebody else has something wrong with them, they got it. If they're going through something, oh, they're going through it. Same thing. Oh, that's not a hypochondriac. That's, wouldn't that be like more of a narcissist? Mm. Having a spotlight on them. I mean, it's a, it's all about the person with a narcissist, right? But there's different levels of narcissism, though. Yeah, not not having the ability to stay, uh, they, they had to bring it back to themselves. Yeah, hypochondriac yeah. is somebody that 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 like they they stub their toe. Now they got to go to the hospital. They start sneezing. Oh, I got to go to the doctor. Anything that you know yeah. pops up, they feel sick and they got to okay. go to the doctor. Okay, so reframe re- re- the word, then. Reframe the word. Oh, uh, my bad. Yeah. It probably would be something like mental say narcissism. I mean, the inability to, you know, stay focused on somebody else. And it has to be about you. I mean, he was the one that's doing it. So I'm going to go with his adjective. (laughs) 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 If that's how he going to define it, I'm going to let him him go with that. That's what I thought it was. But if it's it's not... (laughs) You know, we'll bring you know what? We've been doing it. Ask Ask Webster what it means. What hypochondriac? Yeah. Oh, I know what that is. I already told you what that is. I'm talking about. I don't know. What, uh, it, I don't know if he he used the word narcissist. I ain't going. I'm not going to sit up here and call mental a narcissist. He did it himself. I'm not. I, if, if that's what the word is, <laughs> I was. <laughs> or whatever word that is, that's what I was. <laughs> I worked on that. I'm not that anymore. <laughs> I'm a different person, guys. <laughs> and ladies. <laughs> watch. Hypochondriac. Here's the definition of hypochondriac. A person who is abnormally anxious about their health. Oh, okay. Okay, so it was dealing with the health. Okay, my bad. I misspoke. My bad. Rafiki, you know what my favorite show is? One of my favorite shows? MASH. No. <laughs> I, I might watch it twice a day. Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> Hypochondriac is a we- easy word on Jeopardy. <laughs> so, hey, hey you know what's going on this week? You know what's going on this week? Couples. It's no, nah, it's the master's ceremony. Ceremony. Everybody who mastered uh, Jeopardy, like all the big, big, big winners, 
they all yeah. they all going up against each other this week. It's it's oh, a special. It's coming up. It's on prime time. Oh shit! I want to keep doing it for that. What time that start? Uh, I think eight o'clock, seven o'clock. But then, but then tonight, uh, the it's it's uh, celebrity week, and um, I think uh, the, the star is gonna be on Wheel of Fortune too. I I do that too. Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Family Feud, you know anything with words, Rafiki. That's my jam. Got gotcha. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, so, you know what I really used to like, y'all? Cash Cab. Hell yeah, I used to like that. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. I want to take a shout out. <laughs> Hanging out the window. Hey, come here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So let's let's get let's get this back on track again. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, didn't you have some uh, uh, responses, man? Didn't you have a couple of well, responses? See, that's where I was fixing to go. So y'all heard on the last podcast, I, I read two of them. Yeah, I'm gonna read two more this week. Okay. So the question I asked him was, can you truly look yourself into the mirror? And this person said, yes. And they said, because when they look into the mirror, they actually uh, fellowship with self. Uh, They speak positive thoughts to themselves to balance out the negative. Uh, Then they started talking about that that they create a room for self in their own body where they could go to 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 communicate with themselves well my my initial response is sound like that person has done some work on themselves um it also uh it also matches a little bit of louise hayes um mirror work um stuff with with uh standing in the mirror saying positive affirmations to yourself and all that. Uh, it also has has to do with uh, when she said, did she say something about talking to herself or whatever? Uh, creating a space for herself, inside herself. Um, what that matches for me would be the equivalent of someone going in, having a conversation with their inner child talking to that inner child, giving that inner child encouragement and all of that. Uh, that's what I heard. I heard pretty much the same thing. Uh, um, but I, I just want to know if this person acknowledges their negative or bad. Because they said that they 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 fellowship, you know, they they they, they affirm to their self to balance out the negative but are they trying to drown out the negative or are they actually sitting with the negative because negative is not really bad you know we just we just how we associate it um bad things and good things that makes that that makes the things go round negative energy and positive energy when you combine those together that creates power 
So I just want to know how she handles her negative thoughts or does, emotions. As, or as in, as in, let me ask you this: Do you mean does she um, ignore the negative or acknowledge yeah. the negative? The negative. Yeah, yeah. Instead of and, you know, like, and, and and we use a negative because that's the word they chose. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, because if you're just trying to drown it out or ignore it, you know, that's just like getting into an argument with your significant other and y'all sweep it under the rug and continue to sweep it under the rug and continue to sweep it under the rug. That rug going to be off the floor in a minute. I have a, I have a question because you said things go around and around. This just came to my mind. As, as in turning, um, can you think of something that can something good be bad? Something bad actually turn out be good? Is it, is it possible for that to be? Was that the question pretty much? Yeah. Or, hey, yeah. can you think of something that initially you thought was good, but then under further review, it turned out bad? And something you thought that was bad turned out you, later on down the line, you end up saying, damn, I'm so glad that shit happened to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, seeing that, that that fine person in the store that you just got to talk to. You go holler at them, y'all start a relationship. You find out this motherfucker crazy. <laughs> like, like, man, I should have stayed away from this person. It looked good. You thought it was good. But it's actually bad for you. And um, sugar. You know, sugar's sweet, it tastes good, but it's actually bad for you. Hey, man, leave my sugar alone, bro. Hey, I'm, hey I fuck with the sugar, too. I'm not just talking about you. <laughs> hey, I'm talking about, get off my candy, mental. Go on something else, bro. Get off my candy, dog. <laughs> but, but, you know, but, yeah. Things, things that, that we normally think that is good for us or good to us, it's not. And you can put it on food, relationship, jobs, whatever. Mm. What do you but think about that, Rafiki? I have to agree. I mean, it may look good at first, but then it's bad. Just because it looks good, don't mean that it's actually good. Just because it looks bad, don't mean that I don't mean that it's bad. It could be actually good. All right. I'm going to put you to the test, Rafiki. It's going to take you stretching your thought. How did your homelessness, uh, your homelessness, is it, did it turn out, that? would you agree that was a bad situation? Yeah, it was bad. But did it turn, did it, how do you think it ended up? Did it turn good or did something, how do you think that ended up? Well, you know, what, how do you how do you see that? The, how do you see that? The, well, see, at the time, it looked bad. It looked bad. But in all reality, it taught me how to survive. It taught me how to rise above a bad situation. It taught me how to basically pick yourself up dust yourself off and strive on anyways. So, so that 
a bad situation turning out for the good is getting experience from said situation. Yeah. You gain you you can either stay in that bad situation or you can rise above that bad situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got to learn from the bad situation for it to become a good situation. So wait, 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 Rafiki. Now, I now I didn't you know what? Maybe I didn't back up far enough. Cuz that good situation of living in that home did that you thought you was living the life of Riley that he was Gilligan on your island <laughs> <laughs> and he was good. Did that turn bad? And then you was looking at it bad, but in all actuality, was that a good thing that you got kicked off of Gilligan's Island? And then it was, you see You see where I'm going? Yeah, find his own exactly where you're going. So, so go talk. So okay, let me let me talk. The second time, I was living pretty pretty comfortable. Wait, Had my wait, own. wait. The second time, what? I'm about ready to get into it. Wait, what do you mean second time? Though you just jump, you jumped. Are we talking about us in the audience? We don't know what we like. Wait, what do you mean second time? Second time for what? So the first time I was basically forced into the streets. So you was homeless twice. Yes, I was homeless right. twice. All yeah. right, all right, now go. Gotcha. We so, with you. We with you. So the second time I was living high and mighty, basically. I was living comfortable. I had my own home. I had two, two, three vehicles at the time, making decent money. And then when I was going through the divorce, I and I got basically kicked out of the home, had nowhere to go but to the streets, living out of one of my vehicles, you know, I feel at that particular time, sometimes when we feel we are living our best lives, in reality, we're not living our best life. So we gotta be brought back down to show us where we are actually at. So I have a question. How were you treating people before you were knocked off your horse? I thought I was. There's a reason you lost all of that. I'm just trying to find. I felt like I was doing correct because, you know, I was out there working. I was also out there helping uh, in laws because at that particular time, my father in law was on his deathbed and I was the only one that would actually go to the hospital with him and the rest of them wouldn't. And I'm not going to lie. I got angry. And at that particular time, I was also, and this is why I'm saying, I might have been living high and mighty, but I was also in church at the time, too. Wait, 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 wait. I was also in church at that time as well. And I was basically judging the wrong manner. So I had to get knocked back down from my high horse and was put back into my place. The universe humbled your ass. Exactly. I got a question for you now, Rafiki. 
how how can someone who's been homeless twice struggle with criticism? I just didn't know how to take it. I'm just gonna be honest. I just didn't know how to take it. But do you know why I'm asking you that question? Why do you think I'm asking you that question? Why are you asking the question, Bob? Because I could just imagine the shit you had to hear when you was homeless. Oh, being dirty, nasty. The the no the, good. The comments that you heard people yelling out the window. Oh, he's he's nothing but a he's on drugs. All that. He's a crackhead. He's a meth head. He's a pill head. All of that. You talk about those. Hey. How did he take it? Do what? I asked him how did he take all of that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know my life. Y'all don't understand why I'm here. Y'all was judging too much. Y'all don't know what's going on. Just because uh, someone lives on the streets or living out of their car don't mean that they're, you know, an addict or whatever. People do fall short sometimes. So after hearing all of that, why you can't, why you, why is it hard for you to say here, hey, uh, Rafiki, you talk too much. Why does that, why would that fuck with you? Because I didn't have a voice. I felt like I, growing up wise, I, I always felt like I never had a voice. Yeah, I get it, but somebody sitting up here saying, hey, you, whatever. Hey, Rafiki, you don't make sense. Why should that bother you after hearing, hey, go, go take a shower. Clean this out up. Dude, smoking. Fact, I've always had to fight. I've always had to fight. I know, <laughs> but that I'm just saying, those, those are whatever somebody can say to you now, man. That's light shit. <laughs> but again, I was programmed that way, though. I get that you. goes back to the program. Mm. But you get what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I fully understand where you're coming from. Oh. I should be able to take it with ease. Could it? Could it be that? The stuff you heard while you were homeless, you didn't, your, your, your response was, they don't know your life. So could that be why constructive criticism was hard for you? Because people are actually, people actually know your life that are telling you something about you versus somebody that don't know you yelling out whatever you was hearing on, when you was on the streets. Well, let me just Ooh, back, let, would that wait? Wait, would that apply me, to let everybody? Me, let, me, let me back it up. Let me let me back it up. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would apply. Yeah, yeah, that, that would apply to everybody. That would apply to everybody. That would apply yeah. to everybody, though. Yeah, go ahead. For me, in my situation, there was twenty plus years that I didn't know my family. I didn't speak to my family, and then when I tried to get around <laughs> them, they would always judge me from me being a little a little guy you know being that badass kid when I was little so they I felt like they were still yet judging me and not taking the time out to know who I am as an adult hey, hey Rafika I just I just heard something what if you got kicked out because the universe was saying Rafiki why are you taking it I know you, don't, you ain't talked to your family in 20 years, and these people over here ain't your family. Why are you taking care of them? Because you did say you were taking care of your father-in-law, and you also did say you took care of her son and all of that shit. 
And he said he was in the church at the time. So Rafiki, could it be that you got off you got knocked off your horse because you was giving your blessings away? Ooh. Ooh shit. Why are you hitting below the belt, bro? No, 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 no. Cause... I, I know, I know. <laughs> no, no. Hey, hey, he just said earlier he wanted to criticize uh, he wanted to hear Rafiki maybe that's just the question to make you look in the mirror and Rafiki we can move on to the next person that you asked the question on <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> okay okay we can get the spotlight for off of you bro all right so <laughs> This next one was actually a tough one. But you did say you wanted to go in for another two, so. <laughs> of course, cool. of course, I did. <laughs> uh, so, this person said no. Mm. All right. And when I asked them why, their response was, my perspective may not be my be reality. Reason why is because of seeing because you know I had to ask more more questions I can't remember exactly how how this interview was actually going but the next one was that they said the reason why is because of seeing someone else dying in front of me uh loved ones and then they replied uh if if challenged, you would look in the mirror to tell self this is a form of being only temporarily. And I'm going to speak on this one myself this time because with this person here, I felt a lot of stuff off. And mainly I felt a lot of, a lot of fear of death is what I felt. They were scared to look in the mirror because they was fearing death themselves. Yeah, I, was, I could be taking. Let me ask you something real quick. While you on that, are you saying that, that person did that person say they they seen other people die in front of their face, so now they can't look in the mirror because they witnessed other people die? Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. So, with that being said. It, it's like they themselves fear death and they don't want to take the time out to actually look inside to see why they can't when in, in reality they need to now when you say fear death fear death as in I feel to me it's a spiritual death that they don't that, that they're actually fe- uh, fearing. Or do you do you think they mean their own actual death? I don't think it's their own. I don't think it's their own actual death. I I I'm looking at it as a aspect as a spiritual death. They don't want to look at the self because they know if they start looking in the self that they're going to have to spiritually start cleaning themselves spiritually and and letting some of the things go. All the hostility of 
the, the, the fact of them actually seeing visually other people dying in front of their eyes. Would it be safe to ask this question that 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 they that person don't want to think about their own mortality? Hey, I don't want to look very, as in I don't want to look in the mirror and see my face turning gray. You see what I'm saying? It's very well possible because it's, because it's, because then that I've seen so many people die and all of that, and m- me looking in the mirror. And seeing me getting grazed and wrinkled, that's pointing to my own death. And I don't—I really don't want to think about my own death. So when you say fear death, you know that's where I went to, which is understandable. You know, I'm—I'm I'm not saying you know. I'm—I'm just, I'm just saying what I when you when you as you was talking about that, that's what I started getting picking up. But see. That goes back to, like, in the first, you know, back in part one when I was saying a lot of people just look at the cover of the book. We are that shell. We are that cover of the book. And they put a persona on or they put a a front on themselves. And they don't want to actually look into themselves. Hmm. I got a question for you. Oh, both of y'all. Hey, uh, when somebody knows that death is around the corner, what do they do? Look at their bucket list. Yeah. What else they do? They don't face it. They don't accept it. Uh, call, call all their friends. They get in touch with all their loved ones. For, and One do what? Them. Uh, shit. Just to see them. Shit. Hey, do you do you think people uh try to make amends with people and all that shit? Probably. Some do, some don't. Yes and no. Yeah. You, hey, you about to check out. You don't think you might be like, man, let me call such and such and and, and bury the hatchet with that dude. And hey, let me uh let old girl know I ain't no hard feelings. You know, I'm about to check out. So with that person who see nothing wrong in how they may have crossed somebody, do you see them calling some, somebody? Because some people go to the dub, man, fuck them. They did this, I did that back to them, and I'm satisfied. Well, then, now you see where the road I'm going. Now I have to ask myself that question. Hey, does that person not want to look themselves in the mirror because they don't want to, they, see, they may see their death, and then if they see that, that means they're going to have to make amends and maybe they're not ready to make amends with some of the shit in their past and people in their past. Very well possible. Some folks take shit to the grave. You know? I don't know. What y'all think about what what you think about that? I mean, it's it's very well possible. They don't want to they don't want to face the fact that they got to they got some apologies that they they may they may have to do. They may have to do some uh, uh, soul searching and and looking in to self, and they don't want to take reality on. I got a question. What if somebody? What if somebody? What if you come to your senses and you you realize 
you was wrong and something about something 15 years ago. Do you think somebody should contact that person? If it's bothering them that, that much, yes. What'd you say, Rafiq? I mean, if it's truly bothering them, yeah. But if but if it's not bothering them, then why why bring it up? To release the karma. That's if you buy into that. I know I'm talking to two other skeptics. <laughs> Y'all might not buy into karma. <laughs> What is this karma you speak of? <laughs> Just yeah. with the C or a K. I mean, you know, look, I mean, just think about it. You you argued this person down, they wrong, they wrong, and all that stuff. And now under further review, they was right. Did you highlight that person? 15 years later. I'm just, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, this it, it could be five years down the line. If it's bothering me that much to where I have to clear my conscience, yeah, I'm going to reach out to them. And if they don't want to hear it, hey, I tried to reach out. Well, is it about their response? Or is no, it it's the- not about their response. It's about, it's about, my, re- it's about my release. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's about my release. I don't care about their response. This shit just popped into my head. What if that person has passed on and you can't release it? How are you going to deal with it? There's ways of getting in contact with that spirit. But what if that person don't believe in that? You got some- uh, write, 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 write down a note and burn it. They need, hey, they need to get over What if they don't believe in that? They need to get over their fear and contact someone like Guardian. I'm just, you know, that hey. that came to me. I, and, and, you know, that and, came to me. And that answer just came to me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure she can use the business. <laughs> they would have to believe into something, because if if they lost the loved one, I'm pretty sure there's times where they where they talk to their mom who's been dead 20 years. They can do the same thing to that person. You know, sometimes we pick and choose how we want to use spirituality. Hey, hey, Rafiki, I, I got a, a, I got a good answer for you. Using what you said, hey, go write that shit down. Write, write that person, that dead person, a letter, and then, and then have your little ritual, and then burn that man. I, I said that his he, his reply to me was, "What if they don't believe in that?" Hey, you know, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> we just okay. got suggestions. You, you, you got to do your own homework on how to. <laughs> okay. True, 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 true. But no, I, I another thing I want to say about that. That this also is. You, we truly don't know what the other individuals are truly going through. Doesn't matter what they're going through. Because you going through something too. What way? You going through something too. If you have something that needs to be released, you need to release. You don't, and and you're right. You don't know what that person is going through. But is that going to stop you from releasing whatever's bothering you? I didn't mean to cut you off, but I feel like I had to say that. You was actually going to where I, so that's the reason why I hushed up. Okay. That's the reason why I didn't try to rebuttal you because you actually hit on to where I was going with. 
Okay. So, thank you for speaking that out. You're welcome, Z. You're welcome. Because the question was going to be, I was actually working it up. You know, we truly don't know how people really are on the inside. And the question was going to be, what was some ideas, some suggestions, and you just answered it for me? Oh, I mean, you know me, I'm a straightforward person. I mean, handle the handle the situation. It may be tough to deal with, but you're going to get through it. Because that's what it's about, right? It's about healing, right? Yes. And exactly. That's, and that's exactly what it's healing. Well, you know, uh, really, healing doesn't look pretty. <laughs> it's <laughs> ugly. When it comes to when it comes to criticism, Rafiki, um, I I I, I want to say this first. Not all criticism holds the same weight. Do you know what I mean by that? Elaborate. Well, if if let's just say I'm doing farming work and. A farmer is criticizing the way I planted shit, and a mailman is criticizing the way I'm planting shit. Whose criticism weighs more? It should be the farmer. Exactly, but but yeah. people put too much weight on what this damn mailman says. That's that's a problem. That's where you, that's where people get in problems at. Putting too much weight on an individual that their opinion really don't matter. So what do I mean by that? Let's go back to circle back Rafiki to what I asked when I noticed when I was doing readings and I noticed like the cousin or the whatever would know this person's Saturn sign and be like, man, I told you that. I told you that already. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, why you got to go out here and hear it from a stranger and all that when this person right next to you is sitting up here trying to tell you this stuff and you being all defensive. People need to take this approach. When somebody's telling you something, after now, let's just say, and 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 while I said the stranger, you will get people will get put more weight on this stranger's opinion. Hey, I was walking in the mall and this person said this to me, but that person that you was walking in the mall, they don't know you. But here it is, this person that sees you three times a week, hang out with you and all that, saying some stuff, and you just dismissing. What they saying? Why are you putting so much weight on this stranger and dismiss what's close to you? It happens all the time. I know. <laughs> what pair of glasses would that person be looking through? Blinders. He's not wearing. He got on the blackout when you leave the doctor's no, no, office. No, 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 not really the blackout. 
the blinders. As in, you know how horses and horses, yeah, 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 they got yeah, their blinders yeah. on, so all they can do is see straight. They can't see the horses next to them. So no we true. got blinders on and can't see and or hear the person next to us. Maybe because they think this is a competition and we running a race. But bruh, we on separate journeys. We we going in two different separate di directions. I ain't racing you. I just don't want you to hit that. I'm just telling you, hey, they got a pothole ahead. <laughs> I want to read two more ones. All right, go two ahead. More, go ahead. Because they're short ones. All right. So this person said, yes, when looking in the mirror, I see my higher self and I and accept everything about myself from the sh shadow. Oh yeah, from the shadow side to the to the light side of me. Well, that well, what comes to my mind is uh, that old story about everyone got two wolves inside of them, a black wolf and white wolf, and they fighting each other for survival. And uh, and which wolf wins? The black wolf or the white wolf? And the answer is the one you feed. Now, how do you keep both of them alive? You got to find a way to feed them both. Sound like that person found a way to feed the, feed both wolves. And the other one was a no. And I'm just reading it the way they told me it. I hate myself too much, but I'm working on it. That was their answer. Open and close case right there. They, they're, 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 <laughs> damn. I'm very pleased to hear people being honest. It takes a lot to say no can you, on, on something like that, you know. Um, they don't like what they see, but they're working on it. That's, I'm glad that they're working on it, you know. I would, I, I would like to know what, what started them for, 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 for that to be as short as it was, I wanted. I, I would. I would. I wonder if something happened. But I'm glad that they're doing the work. And and for those people that did say no, you giving your reasons why you can't. That is looking in the mirror right there. So even though if you do say no, yes you can, because it takes. To it takes look. <laughs> you're looking at your fault, your faults, your flaws, where you may stray off the path. But, but yeah, I'm just glad that they're doing the work. I didn't know you was Jesse Jackson. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> uh, that was Obama too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Rafiki, I, what what came to my mind is hate is a strong word. I wrote it down the way the person told me. I know, I, you know, that's a strong adjective, you know. Uh, but you want some good news? From hate, you only can go up from there. <laughs> that's pretty much the bottom of the barrel, wasn't it? Would you say? Yeah, but see. I think once a point, 
point in time, I think we all kind of hated ourselves at one point or another until <laughs> we got on our journey. You know what, though? I will let. I got some more to add to that, Rafiki. I would wonder at what pers- which perspective is this person looking at themselves from that is bringing this hateful feeling. As in, am I holding myself to some programming and judging myself off someone else's what somebody else say I should be and how I should live. So I would really have to ask that person, where is the, I would ask more about the judgment of the hate. What's the source of that? Where you, you know what I'm saying? Why, what's making you look at this and say, man, I hate that I did that or whatever. I hate, you know, you get what y'all get where I'm going at? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly where you're going with it. So let me add on to it a little bit more. As you was talking, you're right. It's programmed into them by other people. Uh, Weight comes to play. Uh, Mentally abused comes to play. Physically abused comes to play. Uh, hey, hey, what when you said physical? SA I, comes to play. Man, hey, look, when you when you said physical, does this person hate themselves physically looking in the mirror from the aspect of what society says beauty is? See, I that wasn't the physical I was talking about. I know, but I'm just saying. That's why that's that's what I would really want to know. Where is this judgment coming from that you come to hate? From what judgment point are is this person at? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see it. I um, see. I was gonna get on to that one with, with my next line of wording. The physical appearance, as far as what they look like, overweight. That's what I was going to throw that in. But the physical, the first time I was talking about was being physically abused. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. But but I was just trying to say, really uh, get them to understand, hey, you got to look at the context of your judgment. Because... Let me ask you this, Rafiki. What? Look, all right. Let's just say this person is looking, judging themselves from the context of the Bible, and they're looking at themselves and they're saying they're a sinner, right? I hate myself because I'm a sinner, right? But what what will happen if that person walks away from the Bible? Will that hate still be the same? Because I, I walked away from it. Huh? I walked away from it. Yeah. I but, walked away from the Bible. But their perspective is going to shift. Because if you walk away from the Bible and you're not buying into all this sin stuff, then when that person looks in the mirror, they're not seeing a sinner. There you go. They're seeing something else. 
So that's what I'm saying. You need to know. I want to know what this person's basing their judgment from. Two before they even get to the hate part. Go ahead, Mitchell. I was thinking, you know, listening to you guys talk, you know, along the line of where the judgment comes from, maybe they've been hearing other people tell them a bunch of negative shit about themselves the whole, their whole life. You ain't shit, you ain't gonna be shit. Or in the words that they use, been hearing, I hate you. So if you hate me, everybody else hate me too. So I might as well hate myself as well. Let me jump on the bandwagon with everybody else. I hope that's not the case. Oh shit, oh shit. Did you just say that person is buying into the spells that's being cast, Mental? Not buying, then bought. <laughs> oh shit. But this, but this is just a guess. Did we just, you just speculating? Yeah, because there's something there's there's something that that's something happened. Somebody said something. Somebody did something for this person to hate themselves. Now, I've been displeased with myself many times. And I'm pretty sure I'm not finished being displeased with myself. But hey, I've never hated myself. And I hope I never get to that state. That's that's that's. That's a big one. This person. Okay. Oh, let me let me ask you this, mental. Could you could you hate that you did something? I can hate that I did something, but that's not me hating me. I'm hating the action that was done. So, ooh, so if this person did something that they hated, are they attaching themselves to that one act? Or they could be, you know, we are we we are our biggest critics. You know, we can we, we can't nobody make us feel worse than ourselves. You know, so she's, or I don't know if this is a female or not. I just feel like it is. Um, if it's not, my bad. Um, whatever, whatever it is, they, they are being extremely too hard on themselves to say a word like hate. Whatever it is, I'm pretty sure you're still alive. You're not in jail, so you didn't kill anybody. Um, there's nothing you did that you can't heal from. Now, if if it's, if you did to somebody else, I mean, it's it's all about your release, your healing. You know, you release your trauma, your pain, sit in it, get to know it more than what you already don't like yourself. And and before you get better you'll probably hate yourself a little more since you already hate yourself now. You know, but, but, you know, what they say, the, uh, the storm comes before the shine or however that phrase goes. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna get glutted. But damn, like Paul said, you can't, you can't get no lower than hating yourself. So, so ain't no, no other way but up from here. That person was short and sweet and said that they hated themselves, but they're working on it, right? Right. Do you think that this person is at rock bottom? 
and they're trying to learn how to love themselves and that's the reason why they 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 turned it around said that they're working on it they're trying to find that common ground to where they can actually start loving themselves instead of hating themselves well, and it's and it's that battle that you're actually talking about well Rafiki you heard me make make this statement before I'm not married to adjectives right right but I do but I do notice the adjectives people choose to use just because I'm not married to them. That don't mean I don't pay attention to the adjectives. And, and, and I'm just, I'm just saying that adjective of hate is really, really strong. That's it. It is. It is. And, and, and I totally agree with you. Yeah. This person should never, nobody, in all reality, nobody should actually fully hate themselves. I, I have to agree with that. That person needs to talk to someone. But there are many, but I will have to say with that being said, there are many people out there in this world that do hate themselves. And they all need okay, to talk now, to someone. Okay, now, <laughs> logically speaking, someone who makes that statement, if that person said, hey, I ain't working on myself, right? Logically speaking, what's the next step for that person that hates themselves? If they're not careful, they're walking down a dangerous line, uh, road. Which is? Next step would be suicide. All right. I thought, hey, what well, I was wondering if you was going to say it or not. And that I, well, I was, didn't want to say the word, but the word, that is the next step. So this this one here kind of hit home a little bit because, like I said earlier, I did at one point did hate myself to the point that I almost took my life. Hmm. Well, well, hey, and, and now you see why I'm I'm actually bringing it up because logically speaking, if somebody is sitting up there using that adjective for themselves when speaking about themselves, hey, what? the next step what's the next step of that now i will say this i will say this what is the light in the darkness they said i'm working on myself so i'm not up here searching for a, a phone number right now to say hey y'all get, please get this number to this person Because I'm not saying that because the rest of that sentence, I'm working on myself. Hey, Rafiki, by the way, what after something happens, what do everybody say? Oh, I didn't see the signs. I didn't hear the signs. Oh, this and that. That's because y'all ain't paying attention to adjectives. What you say? The blinders was on. <laughs> so with that being said, any final Experimental, Paul. You are all the stars so shine like. Yes. Yes. Uh, and and give I'm giving mental the credit because he just said people would blind his own. Well, Rafiki, uh, he said. Even though even the people that said no and then further answered your question on why, they actually 
looked in the mirror at that point to answer your question. Now, did they jump out the mirror right after they answered your question? I don't know, probably, <laughs> whatever. So, in all actuality, what's the what's the silver lining in all of this, Rafiki? Just you asking the question made people go over there and peek into it. And that's a good thing. Now, what they do with that, that's up to them. Hey, free will. And that's really the last thing I had to say. You know, I in this know that self-balance your energy. So my final thought on this is there are several different ways of looking into the mirror. And I would have to totally agree. Those that actually said no, just a heads up. You guys actually looked into the mirror the correct way. You guys seen the areas that you couldn't really look at yourself at. You guys are acknowledging it. Now accept it. Work on it. Work on those areas where you said no way. Focus in, hone in on those areas. Because that's where it's at. Stay tuned. I want to thank everybody for joining us for episode seven. Looking in the mirror part two. You mean eight, episode eight. Oh, my bad. Shit. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode eight. Looking in the mirror, part two. It goes on and on through all the stormy weather. Was a young black buck once, but now I'm double clever. They stack the chips against me, but I still keep to licking. I break these fools off and move on to other missions. Got intuitions coming across like voodoo. Tell me the reason for hating. I thought you knew my only dream is reaching the top. Don't stop. A young black and gifted and puff the green crop.
Cause I can't be deceived Put this in the mix That this just can't believe Player, So you can hate me if you want to I'm staying true to my crew And the things we do It goes on and on I thought she knew It goes on and on 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 On and on Mr. Mel Mr. Mel Double E Camp C E C E What you know That's the one man band. Franco hooked it up. It's the one man band. It goes on and on. 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 And it don't stop. Don't stop. And it don't stop. Don't stop. Body 